The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. What's happening, Tulsa? This is the Blitz 1170. I am Dion Amade. We're here at the BOK Center as the Tulsa Oilers have their home opener tonight at 7.05. The puck drops, right, Vito? Puck drops. There you go. There you go. And But the pre-party is at 5 to 7. Come on down. Join the Tulsa Oilers and have a ball. They got half price drinks and also discount merchandise, prizes, giveaways, vendor booth. It'll be a party here before the hockey game does start. So come on down. Also, Miller Lights here. They're giving you an opportunity to win some Dallas Cowboy tickets like we've been doing all season long. The Dallas Cowboys America's team will be playing the Chicago Bears on October 30th. Come down here to get the keyword, to get your chances to win. And we'll be here for, I guess, till 6 o'clock. Kobe, Kobe will join me. Pop is, is in Philly. He's on the Comrack, so he's doing some things. He'll be popping in and out. And Matt Hubbard, non-exotic, as they like to call him, is at the Ike's Chili House Studios back at home in the home studio. Matt, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, good. so, so, right now, a, a good friend of mine is 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 joining is joining us. Dean Rule from the Tulsa World is here to talk high school football like we like to do on most Fridays. And Dean, I mean, fall break is is right now. So we had a lot of games on Thursday. But for you, my man, who did you get to witness last night? Well, uh, last night it was a, uh, as Matt put it when we were talking before the show, a massacre. I was at Jenks to see them hang 90 points up on Southmore last night. Wow. So go ahead, give us, give us your insights on the game and, and what transpired for that 90-point uh, record-breaking scoring for, for the Jinx offense to take place. So I'll just say it like this. Uh, to start the game, the Trojans had run four offensive plays, and in that time they scored three touchdowns, and with less than four minutes of game clock expiring, they led 35-0. to zero. So uh, pretty much they kept that pace up. I thought there for a second they might, they might hit the 100 mark. Obviously, when you start throwing third stringers in and even some fourth stringers, you're going to slow down a little bit, but uh, to end up with 90 was just in- insanity. Man, so as far as star power and players, you know, reaching the end zone, I mean, who were some of the, the individuals that you were impressed by? And is, is this Jinx team, you know, back on track, pretty healed up after that early season injury that they, they've been going through? Are they back on track and getting ready for the playoffs? So, yeah, I think uh, you can look at the, the usual suspects for them. You got Jaden Carroll. Uh, Jalen Stanford, Ike Owens, everybody there is making plays early. What, what really intrigued me to to watch last night was uh, after they, they benched Ike Owens probably about mm, halfway through the third, and they put in their backup, who is Simeon Gilkey, who was not on the team to start the season. He uh, He's a move-in from Union. Uh, so he's been with the Trojans for about a month. He's originally from Jenks, so he's back back uh, back with the Trojans, and uh, it was interesting to see him because he's a really athletic kid. He's, you know, Ike Owens is a, is a guy who likes to kind of sit back, throw the ball around. 
Simeon, somebody who's more dual threat, I would say. So talking with the uh, coach Riggs after the game, you know, they're, they're going to try to come up with some packages to, to use him maybe more with his, his rushing ability uh, than his throwing. But, but it was interesting to see him. And then on top of that, to answer your other question about where this team is health-wise and playoff-wise, I think that there's still some injuries, but they're getting better every week. Uh, talking with, with Keith after the game, he was he was big on, hey, we're getting better. We're finally starting to get there. There's a couple more players they want to get back. Um, he wouldn't go into specifics with me there, but they're getting there, and uh, they're still in contention for this Class 6A1, D- District 1 um, title. You know, they're 6-2, and two, and they've got two pivotal games left against Broken Arrow and then uh, Bixby. So uh, answer this question for me, kind of curious. So the the quarterback that Trent that transferred in from Union that was originally from Jinx, what what's his classification? So he is a junior. His uh, he has an older brother uh, who plays on the line, who's a senior. Uh, so he they did senior night last night. They celebrated him, but Simeon is just a uh, a junior. All right, so another Jinx quarterback maybe gets uh, some some more playing time during the playoffs and adds an extra dynamic for for the Jinx Trojans. You can catch their pregame on the Blitz 1170 at 7 o'clock on all of their home games. Let's go ahead and go down the line. I mean, uh, there seems to be a, a big game tonight. Uh, the Bix, uh, not not Bixby, excuse me, but Muskogee will be facing off against Booker T. Washington. What's your thoughts about that matchup? A lot of athletes on the field with uh, uh, Finklin and, and, and Micah Tease, but what's, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, so I get to uh, actually go out to that game tonight, and it's going to be – I've had this one circled for a couple weeks now, just in terms of like what you were saying there, that you've got athletes upon athletes, you know, Everybody knows the Booger T kids when you got Lathan and uh, Micah T's, what they're capable of and the experience they bring to the Hornets. But you brought up the Muskogee kid. Yeah, Jamarian Ficklin, just a sophomore. Uh, their starting quarterback is going to be the real deal in a couple of years. He, everybody's going to know that guy's name by his senior year. Just with his intangibles that he has, he can throw the deep ball. He said this. He, I was talking with him earlier this week, and he was telling me, that he's he's focused on developing a, a rush game. He's always been able to run it, but he didn't have that trust and confidence in himself his freshman year. So he focused on that this off season. He was a big baseball player, loved playing baseball, but he, he dropped baseball uh, last season and, and decided to go run track to improve his speed and his confidence. And, and now you're starting to see kind of that, uh, that element of his game become such a big deal. And I mean, look at Muskogee. They're undefeated this year after only winning two games. Yeah, they certainly are seven and zero. I mean, they're they're leading in standings, or at least tied in standings with districts, uh, t- district one for six A division two. Uh, close, <laughs> close up is Stillwater as they're also undefeated. Both of them tied with sixty points to kind of decide that uh that championship there for that district what's your what's your thoughts on the Stillwater Pioneers as they in my opinion the the favorites right now to to take that 6A2 crown as Bixby did go up to to 6A1 what's your what's your thoughts on them well I think Stillwater's Stillwater's a legit power um to start the season they were my favorite um as well as some others in the in the Tulsa World Newsroom were big on them 
And they've they've done what they were expected to do. They've got a great defense. You've got Gage Gundy at quarterback. You've got uh, the running back, Roberts, who's doing his job. And several receivers who are just big, tall guys who can go out and catch the ball and and make a play. So so they're doing what what is expected, I think. They'll have to play Muskogee, though. Um, That'll be the the regular season finale. Stillwater goes down to Muskogee. So that'll be a – talk about implications. That's going to be a huge game with uh, how both those teams are playing right now. But, yeah, Stillwater's a legit power, but Muskogee's kind of been that dark horse this season. That Everybody, I think, is there's, uh, Muskogee's starting to kind of draw attention to, to what they're doing, and it'll be crazy interesting to see what happens. Yeah, certainly will. I mean, with Muskogee and Stillwater having that late matchup and then the Bixby versus Jinx, those are two, both of them, both those 6A1 and 6A2 Division uh, division 1 brackets will be kind of a toss-up to the very end there. Uh, I, w- I wanted to get your opinion on the whole NIL situation that kind of went down uh, a couple weeks ago. What, what's your what's your thoughts about everything, and has anything transpired uh, as of later? Is coaches saying anything that kind of caught you off guard about all the the hoopla that went on with that, with that? Yeah, so I, I don't think this is as um. I, I think you're going to have people who dislike this. There's always going to be people that dislike this idea of amateur athletes making a little bit of money, um, especially at the college. You know, the college level has always been a controversial one. In terms of high school, um, I worked on a story on this a couple of weeks ago and, and just chatting with some experts on this stuff. You know, they say high school, it's never going to move move the needle in terms of these kids and how much money, you know, you're not going to be seeing crazy astronomical six-figure deals at the high school level. You might be able to, a kid might grab a couple hundred bucks to go pay to go to some camp and, and help out there and help out maybe with paying for tuition if he's not going to a, a D1 school. So so in that aspect, I, I think it's great let these kids make a little bit of dough um, to help support their career. But, you, you know, you're not going to be seeing huge deals at the high school level. And on top of that, I don't think you're going to be seeing many deals at the high school level. I think they're going to be few and far between. But to give these kids the opportunity to go out and try to find it, I, I think it's great. Let let them do that. Yeah, you, you have no idea how much – that uh, money comes into play with these kids in this day and age, getting the proper training. And as far as, you know, going to these camps to get properly recruited, I mean, some of these, some of these individuals don't have it monetarily. And so if they can get, you know, some, some help from some local members of the community, that's always good and it's helpful. So I I, I think I, I like the NIL deal for the high school level of things. Yeah, I think it's great. So with with that being said, I mean, we, we've talked about a majority of, of 6A football throughout the state, but, I mean, is there any other classifications or any other teams that have piqued your interest uh, late into the season as we head into playoff time? Oh, I think we could spend about an hour talking about teams that have piqued my interest, but I'll, I'll give you one matchup tonight that I think everybody should be paying attention to. You've got Grove and Collinsville playing both undefeated Obviously, you got Emmanuel Crawford out at Grove, and I mean, just an incredible running back he has. And and Collinsville just deep, and they've got players and playmakers all across the board. So, it, not that it's surprising to see both of these teams come in to this matchup uh, undefeated, but I think it is just going to be a heavyweight 
who wants it more kind of deal. I think you're going to have a close, a nail biter, uh, a barn burner, I guess is a better way to describe it. But this is going to be huge implications. I mean, every game has implications now. It's only, it's, I guess, this this Friday and then two more before, before playoffs start. So everything becomes a bit more important. And I think look no further than this, this Grove Collinsville game tonight. We certainly will do that, Dean. Man, thank you once again for joining us on Friday to talk about some high school football. Uh, if anybody wants to find you and your work, where, where do they do so? Obviously, hit up the uh, TulsaWorld.com or pick up the printed paper every day. And uh, also shoot me a follow on Twitter. My username is at the underscore rule, R-U-H-L underscore book and you can see all my work and all the dumb stuff i tweet out on a daily basis <laughs> appreciate it man we'll, we'll talk to you soon all right thanks dion that's dean rule from the tulsa world we're here with the blitz 1170 it's 248 matt what uh what's your what's your what's your thoughts about high school football over the state of Oklahoma? What you, you said you're covering who again? Owasso this afternoon this afternoon? Yeah, I've got Edmund Memorial at Owasso and I'll be covering that for the Tulsa World tonight. Nice, nice. Is Pop there or is he still over testing his, his wireless mic? I'm watching the I'm watching the equivalent of maybe the worst skeleton or flag football s game i've ever seen between the two equipment staffs happening right now oh like gosh, you get here, you get here doing this that early yeah and they're doing it and let me just say not an athlete among them not not, <laughs> not one out here i don't know about that impressing when you, me when you see I, those actually, I take all right let me take that back i see maybe two i see two and of course you got to put like like here's the weird thing when you don't have many right like you've got to you've got to have one that can actually pass the football that can throw it so you're kind of restricted to putting your athlete right at quarterback and yet there's no dynamic ability for many playmakers out on the field right now and both both temple and tulsa seemingly have that problem right now with the equipment staffs how do they even get that organized i mean do they just like call each other at the week and say, hey, do you have a flag team? Hey, do you have a flag team? Do you want to play before? Like, I don't understand how they organize that thing. Yeah, I, I mean, they're here so early today that it looks like that they've had some extra time. Oh, post route, post route. Did he hit it? Oh, he got it. He got it. The old post. Uh, touchdown Tulsa. Uh, they are currently leading Temple 7 to nothing in the equipment staff game right now. They've been playing for like 20 minutes, and that's the first touchdown I've seen. So that's probably a, I had a, friend a, I, a problem. I had a friend we used to call the old post. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> did, Colby, did Colby find his way in? Yeah, Colby okay. found his way in, and I don't know. I'm telling you right now, the way Colby walked in and put his stuff down and quickly – disappeared made me think that he had an emergency so i well, think uh, he, he's here i think he's Colby here. Was, a, was a tad bit irritated with Vito's response to his text message which was which door of the bok do i go in and Vito's response was the front door to which colby had a uh, an emoji that was sent back that 
because he's not from here, right? So when you say the front door, but no, but Col- like two versions. Kobe's of it. been here though, but Kobe's been here before as far as like going to concerts and stuff. But like the problem with the front doors, because that's the first door you go to. But right now, because we like we've said the pregame doesn't the pregame festivities doesn't really start till five o'clock so the doors are locked so i did the same thing i went to the front door it's locked so i went around back to the other side door that was locked and so then i finally texted and said Vito, where do i go and then he's like come to the front door i was just at the front door Vito, and he's like oh no i'll I'll come unlock it for you You, i think that's why he's a a, a tad bit irritated okay we've got to go to break because i need to listen to john lynch he's meeting with the media right now uh out in san francisco so uh we want to remind you that (laughs) you need to head out to the bok center inside the grand lobby today because uh the pregame party gets things started at five o'clock this afternoon so a little two-hour run-up little two-hour pregame right where you can throw back some ice cold beers maybe miller light might i suggest as you get set for the tulsa oilers in their home opener tonight at 705 so they're going to start the party at five o'clock you can stop by our booth and get registered to win a pair of tickets to see the Cowboys host the Chicago Bears, courtesy of our friends at Miller Life. But you've got to get that exclusive text code while you're there at the BOK Center. So uh, be hanging out live on the air until 6. The Blitz itself will be out there until 7. Take a timeout. We'll come back with more, including the Blitz mix, here on the Blitz 1170 after this timeout.